Hello. Yeah, I'm here. This boot I don't know how, podcast. I don't know how what happened. James is still not in. I'm waiting on Jake. Is uh is Jawan on? Nope, I don't see Jawan. I don't think he clicked the link yet. Okay, Jawan is on. Yes, and he is on. Hello. Okay, so I'm just back. He got me right up out of there. Okay, it's hold on. I'm sorry, y'all. My phone froze. I'm back. Hello? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. I'm sorry, my phone had froze. I have no idea what happened. I'm so sorry. It booted me all the way off. Like, yeah, I think it was everybody off. It booted everybody. Okay, God, but no, I hung up when when it froze. I hung up. Okay, so we gotta start all over again. Well, no, we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep it going from where we are. Okay, are you um, gonna go back live again? I am. I'm back on live. Okay, let everybody know we had technical difficulty. Yes. So we had a few technical difficulties, you all, but we are back, and we are getting our people back. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, I think I had to make an account so that worked. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so. It won't let me um add everybody <clears throat> until somebody else comes on. Okay. Because I was like, did I do something? Am I ra- is this all raggedy? <laughs> I was a little sad. Like, okay, listen. Do, do anybody have, do anybody, is anybody drinking, drinking wine? I'm drinking liquor. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> I am drinking 100 proof rum. Oh Jesus the Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're waiting, we're waiting. Okay. I have my okay. little sweet rip. We back? Okay. <clears throat> Come on, we froze. Um I know you was actually asking me a question. Right. So I'm tagging <clears throat> you right now. Hold on one second. Okay. Please tag me. <clears throat> I don't know what's going on with this dope. Okay, so we're back. So, okay, Mr. <clears throat> St. James, so when did yes. you when did you realize? Um, okay. Okay. Well, I didn't. I, I didn't grow up around um, homosexuality. Nothing about anything. No, anything about gay. I didn't know nothing about that. Okay. I come from background of church. That's it. That's all I know. So I didn't understand. I didn't really hear the the term gay or understanding what that was until I was in like the sixth grade. Okay. <clears throat> Mind you, I had a girlfriend at the time and all this. So kind of. So when I heard about it, I kind of was like, okay, what is that? Whatever. So I didn't really any any have any emotions or things start to t- change. So I got to the eighth grade. Okay. And. Well, no, seven, no, it was about the end of the seventh grade, going to the eighth grade. It was, I was out, auditioned for the step team at my high, at my middle school. And there was this guy, okay, I won't disclose his name. I don't know if he's listening. I don't know <laughs> in the world. I don't know. But I was like, he is cute. And I did not understand what that was. I was like, so I battled with myself for a long time with that. Okay. And then. I didn't act any, on anything. So I had a girlfriend this whole time. I didn't act on anything until I was like 15. So I really didn't know, really know until I have, I really didn't know anything to have my first experience. I knew that I had an attraction, but I wasn't f- fully sure because I still had a girlfriend and all of that. Even when I had my first experience, I still had a girlfriend at the time too. 
So, like, I really can't say what I really knew. I think I kind of knew I kind of liked it when I had my experience. Okay. Did that make sense? It makes sense. Okay. It, it makes sense. What about you, Juwan? Um, I explained, I think, a little bit earlier, but I came out in seventh grade. But I realized I was gay when I was young. Like, I had a little boyfriend in elementary school. I had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. I ain't really like that oh, girl. Oh, you didn't play? No, nah, I ain't really like that girl, but I like the boy. Wow. <laughs> okay, so... In middle school and with a boyfriend? No, I was in elementary like school be. with a boyfriend. That's I was fast. Okay, now how old are you? 21. Oh, yeah, that's your day and age. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm old. Everybody else on, everybody on, the, on the live, on, the, on our podcast is old. From Ebony, uh, me, uh, me, we all, it's not old, it's experience. We're oh, little, thank you, thank we're, you. Well, I'll call it seasoned. <laughs> is Danita on still? No, she's I not. I sent her a link. I don't know if she's getting back. But on. we older because I'm 33. That's not older. I've dated people your age. Oh, well, okay. excuse the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. So when, when you finally. You know, realize what was your family's reaction. Oh, baby, baby. So, okay, I had so when I, once I finally had my experience, I kind of had my first boyfriend. I was seventeen years old. Okay, no one knew anything. No one knew nothing. Come, my mama worked midnight the time and all of that stuff. So I was kind of doing my little thing. You know what I'm saying? I was sneaking out, sneaking people in, all of that. So once I um. <clears throat> I found I, I was in Mo, I was in Mosaic. Anybody know what Mosaic is? No. Our Detroit Detroiters Mosaic. It was a performing arts uh extra 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 curriculum activity outside of school. Okay. So it was called Mosaic, where it was like text, where they did like art production, uh singers and actors. I was a I was a singer. <clears throat> I met some friends while I was in there, and then their friend is how I met my first boyfriend, who was their best friend. Okay. Okay. And I went through that whole thing, and then seventeen. So we was, we was together, got together, whatever. It was like and I was so in love, all this great stuff. They were really good to me, all this good stuff early on, right? So I was in the car. My mama was picking up my niece from school, and the car was quiet. And I was on the phone talking to them, and they was like, "I love you." And I and I paused, and I was like, "You too." And when I tell you when I hung that phone up, <laughs> my mama, I don't know what she heard or what she knew. Maybe it was downhill from there, okay? <laughs> it was bad. She was like, what do you mean that you two are going off? So that was kind of my experience. I never really a- a- actually had to come out and just say it. She kind of uh, kind of already knew. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> It's kind of all my little business. Oh, my. <laughs> so, did you feel like you were treated, uh, like you were treated differently once? Once um, it was I, out. Well, I did go through my, I did go through my season of stuff. I'll say that. But with that, um, <clears throat> she, uh, she, I think it was hard for her as a parent. You know what I mean? Now that I see it differently, that I'm older and understand more. Um, to find out that about your child or them even have an inkling of liking the same sex of anything, I know that was hard as a parent. You know what I mean? To hear that. Well, you're not expecting your son to be that. You know, everyone expects a, the, a boy to be the super 
the man, the most masculine, have children, be married, and all that. So once that dream is kind of tarnished or taken away some, at the time you think that, it's um it's kind of disheartening. So I did go through my do go through my season. I won't say that um she disowned me anything like that, nothing like that. We did have our conversations. Okay. About some things. Some things were aggressively said, some things were not. I won't say that I was fully disrespected on, on all of that, like that. No, I didn't have that type of experience, but we did. Ha- I did have experience where I did feel a certain type of way. If I be honest about that, okay. Um, and I, I guess that's really kind of really it. But now, where I'm at now, it's 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 not that it's not nothing. Er, er, you know, we good, and that's it. <clears throat> okay. What about you, Juwan? Um kind of different type of situation so my mom is gay um so yeah but it still kind of was the same um i guess she she had an idea of what she wanted me to be or who she wanted me to be or what she wanted to protect me from and i guess like being a black man and gay i guess as a parent you know that's kind of a lot to kind of have to want to walk your child through um but i don't know i never really like I kind of got pushed back from my mom because it was more so because I was feminine. I don't really think more so it's because I was gay. I think it was more so because of oh, my wow. expression of my gayness. Um, okay. And so, like, I definitely had to, like, dissect that as, like, I got older um, and was able to, you know, communicate to her using, you know, me going to college gave me the the language to be able to vocalize how I felt and um and what I went through at that time, you know, when I was growing up because, you know, I was raised with all women, so I would do things like sit down and pee because I saw everybody else around me sitting down and pee. Um, well, that makes sense. And yeah. so it was just kind of like I just picked up mannerisms from the people that I was raised by. Um, not saying that, that I was I became gay because I was raised by all women, but the mannerisms that I picked up definitely was a reflection of you know my surroundings. Um, Ooh, that's that's. That's, that's very that's fair. I agree with yeah. that because I understand. I pick up certain things from that too, and um, um, I have certain mannerisms. A lot of my have changed now because I've um got more control over mm-hmm. over them, and I want to be I, for my personal self. I want to be perceived a little bit differently than what I was before. Now that I'm older, I think oh. um I'm not as flamboyant as I used to be. Just with being in the uh, lifestyle and being in the community and seeing how certain things were done to people that are certain things, but something that I had made a choice on my own, but I did see a lot of people um, go through a lot that were feminine or wanted to do certain things that um, uh, they got beat up for, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Tore down, dragged through clubs and all kinds of stuff. So I've seen a lot of things early on because I've been going out and being in the and like out and going outside like since I was seventeen. So I have a question. I have a question for Jaywan. Jaywan, you said that um, you said that um, you know you you grew up around you know all women, so you think you picked up a lot of the mannerisms from women. Mm-hmm. Um, is your mom is your mom feminine or mm-hmm. is she more? Masculine? She's feminine. Wow. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I have another question. Mm-hmm. Um. So that may be that may be the difference, and it may be. Because I have a son. My son is 17 right now. Uh-huh. And he's doesn't have a bone of femininity in him. And mm-hmm. he was raised around all women. Like I have three I have two sisters, my mom, 
I have all nieces. Like he's the only boy. Mm-hmm. I, my father is around, um, but you know he's he's really a boy boy. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I guess that's why I asked the question: Was your mom feminine or was she, you know, more masculine? Because I'm, you know, I'm more dominant. Mm-hmm. So that may play a bigger part, and it makes me wonder that if it makes me wonder if. Maybe if I was a little more, if I was feminine, would he have picked up on those traits? No, um, I don't. I don't think. I don't that. think that. I don't think that. Me either. For me, it was kind of like my mom has had girlfriends, and her girlfriends were masculine, and so like once she had a long term girlfriend who was kind of like my godmother, who I basically was raised by all the way up until a little bit before um, high school, um, mm-hmm. and she was masculine, and I think for me, it kind of was like. I never questioned. Who you are. Yeah, I never yeah. questioned their relationship or their, you know. I never was like, oh, right. this they must be gay. Uh, I ain't do all that. So I think I don't think that that would have had a, an inkling. Um, you know, I don't think that would have had anything to do with. It. It but was. for me, I do think that um, the exposure of certain things to certain children it affects them different. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So right. I think the exposure of him, or him already being around all women and then his mother being uh, a lesbian on top of that kind of, I think it plays a part in influence. I do think that. Mm-hmm. Right. So now you've been, that either you being more, the more dominant or more, more so masculine, then you're, then he has a grandfather around too. He has a father, right. a father figure right. around. And I'm sure his own father may be there. I, I'm not sure, but I'm going to just assume and say his father was, was around no, too. So, Okay, so well, okay, grandfather. That's I'm, I'm the boy, Pappy. Period. Okay, period, period. Okay, <laughs> so I'm saying is so having the grandfather around and then having that male structure into it does right. play a part in it too. And then I do think if it get if it get a little deeper, but I'll wait for that because I know you know I go a little deep with stuff. So I'll keep it surface for now. But I do, huh? I just want to ask Danita, what was your family's reaction? Well, my daddy told me he knew I was gay before I did. <laughs> So, okay, well, I mean, parents do know. I agree. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, that was pretty much it. There was really no, I really didn't get any backlash. I feel like I came out in a time where it was like, where it was like shun upon. But because I was so, I, I never denied who I was. You know what I'm saying? I never, I never tried to hide it. I never tried to, you know, shy away from it. It's just, I am who I am. Either you accept it or you don't. You know, and I think that played a big part in people accepting me for who I was. You know, I agree. Um, when you when you try to hide it, or when you try to you know pretend like you're something that you're not, or you try to you, if you're ashamed of if you're ashamed of who you are, then why would anybody else respect who you are? True. You know? Absolutely. True. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, does anyone online um, feel that they were ever discriminated against based upon? You know your preference. Oh yeah, for sure. Definitely. Oh, for sure. To it's this a, day. It's, it's very day. Yes, every day. <laughs> I've okay. called everything underneath the sun. Okay. It, okay. It, and if I was not, if I didn't have, honestly, for real, if I didn't have the uh, the mother that I had, cause my father passed away when I was seven years old. So I, I, my mother raised me from like since I was seven, which my whole life. But I had a, my father passed when I was seven, so I grew up really without a father. So my mama, so if I didn't have the her strong will and how strong she was as a mother to play both ends of the spectrum, like to be my mother and play my father as much as she could, 
and be as strong as she was and what she showed me showed before me, I don't I think I would have been been um crazy or super insecure. You know what I'm saying? Like really messed up in my head because the lifestyle can swallow you up if you're not careful. Definitely. If you don't have right. no background and you're not direct, you don't know, and you don't know who you are, or you don't know not an inkling of what anything about you of nothing, mm-hmm. you're going to be swallowed up, baby. And you're going to, and it's going to take you real fast. Listen, let me let me tell y'all. This it's going to take you real slight. fast. I I came so I came to Morehouse um, four years ago. I was 18, right? And so I came from. I'm from DC, um, born and raised. Oh, really? um, and so, Yeah. <laughs> But the thing is, my life, I've been sheltered. So, like, my mom, like, picked me up from school all the way up to high school. Like, if I got clothes, my mom bought it. Like, I was Mm -hmm. very sheltered. Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I came to, like, Morehouse, I was still trying to find who I was. But I was so cemented in, like, my foundation that, like, I kind of knew who I was. I was just finding the different pieces that were just that needed the, the, the sprinkles on top. Um, and so like, I definitely agree with you because especially being gay, it's so easy for you to fall into like seeing what oh my God. you're doing yes. if you're not cemented within what you want to do. Because people in the community, you know, they get into a lot of stuff that they shouldn't really get into. And, and the influence can, is so strong. If you don't, if you have mm-hmm. a weak mind, you be doing anything. You be, you be, straight, you be hanging from the chandeliers every single day because nobody told you to do it. Like, I'm in ballroom, so it's it's ten times in worse than ballroom. I was, and I was in ballroom too. Ten times, ten times worse. Yeah, I got in ballroom when I was nineteen years old. So that's that's when I got in the ballroom too. When I was nineteen, and I wore the best dress. That was my category. So I was already I was already known for dressing anyway. What house were you in? Me, my first house. I was in the house of Ivisu. Oh wow, my mom was in Visu from Detroit, Cameo. Oh really? I know Cameo. That's, oh. that's my gay mom. Oh bomb. It's, it's, okay, cool. And my so when I came into the when I came into the home, um Ron was my was my was my gay father at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh Richard Swanky was my gay mother at the time. God rest his soul. Um that was my gay mother at the time. And that's how I got into the house. I walked the ball. Uh it was um uh Alexis Rodeo, Titi, my Alexis Rodeo, it was her awards ball. Um, mm-hmm. and I walked there free agent. I walked there on my own and after and I had set like three people three people down. And after mm-hmm. that, I um uh Richard was there and he was there was building a house in Visu in Ohio and making try making a chapter in Detroit. So he ended up um recruiting me into the house and I and I got into the house. That's how I got into it. Yeah. Okay, so I want to say something about the discrimination part. I know that um, well, Donita and I have been friends since we were in the tenth grade, and throughout our adult life, um, you know, just going out, just noticing, you know, the stares, the whispers, baby. So I can say, go ahead. I was saying, baby, I'm agreeing. Go ahead, baby. Yeah, just noticing the the looks and the. Uh, stairs because we're always assumed that we're together together mm-hmm. when we're mm-hmm. out and so sometimes we have to you know if I have a guy that's with me or she has a girl that's with me it's a little bit different but I, I do definitely notice that there's always the looks mm-hmm. um Danny do you feel any discrimination that you have experienced definitely definitely I mean 
being in the workplace, working with kids and, you know, mm. me, me wearing bows, bow ties and, and, and ties to work. You know what I'm saying? It, it was always a damn, you know, like, you know, when you come in the building or whatever, you got a bow tie on and, and some slacks or whatever. And it's like, is that a girl or a boy? When clearly I was like a triple F at the time, you know, with hoops in my ear type shit, you know, or you go to the stores and they'll, they'll call you sir. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, shit like that, you know. But again, it goes back to having tough skin. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. I've never, I've never let any of that shit get to me ever. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, I can't, I can't remember a time where I came home and was like, oh shit, somebody called me a boy. And I, and that may have been because I've always been a tomboy, even before I was gay. You know, I played with boys all the time. I dressed like a boy all the time. So the kids in the neighborhood would be like. Oh, you a boy, you a boy. So, I mean, I've been experiencing it my whole life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I came out, it was just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. do you got something else to call me? You know what I'm <laughs> That's saying? exactly like, why I came out too. And that, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just kind of like, it is what it is, you know? And the opposite for me, oh, you a girl, you, you so feminine. Why you act like that? Why you talk like that? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or like, why you, why you hold your head like that, your hands like that? Like, so mm-hmm. I heard that the complete opposite of everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I was the first, I'm the first openly gay Mr. HBCU. Um, oh, and wow. I got in drag while I was Mr. HBCU. Oh. Yeah, they they couldn't take it. That part. Um, and for those of you, again, who hear Juwan, <laughs> Juwan is Mr., uh, the reigning Mr. HBCU at Morehouse College. Period. Um, one of my babies <laughs> yeah, it, from Morehouse. It definitely, like, being, I guess my perspective is coming from, like, Cause I mean I'm young. I'm only 21. I didn't really experienced that much of life for real, for real. But my experience at Morehouse and with HBCUs have been like, I would say, kind of discriminatory. Um, but not in the most like outright sense. Like not nobody coming up to me and calling me a faggot or nothing like that. Excuse my language. But they'll do. They'll have certain microaggressions. Like I, I walk into when I was a freshman. Um, I never forget, like, this, this, he's the SJ president now, but we call each other twin because we have the same birthday and had the same mentor. But people would take him more seriously than they would take me. And honestly, I, I, was, I was doing the work. You know, I was the person, you know, it, it took me to have to fight. It took me to have to, like, be mean a couple of times to a couple of the right people for people to understand that, like, I have the same legitimacy in my work and what I do as everybody else and you shouldn't have it shouldn't have to be like that for anybody okay so we're gonna uh spin it on to relationship wise has anyone oh god (laughs) so has anyone on the call ever felt like they dated a person who was quote unquote straight no dated no 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 no. not dated but I have well, oh, we, okay. I know regular. Okay, tell us your story, baby. Yeah. Oh God, I have so many. <laughs> uh, I mean, literally, like when I was younger, mm-hmm. when I first started coming out, and like I was first getting into my career, I was always dating women, straight women that I worked with. They were always so curious about me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, not to toot my own horn, but I'm just like I'm so charming, and I was come so on cute and like. <laughs> It ain't you know, it's the truth. Nice and and I'm okay. like, what is this all about? You know, so, but for me, it was like. You know. 
You're breaking up, D. Your phone is breaking up, Donita. Like, you, you put your life in jeopardy at this point. So. Oh. It kicked her all the way off. So I'm going to connect uh-huh. her. I'm going to let, uh, let St. James and Juwan comment on that. So you said you haven't actually dated anyone that is that was quote unquote straight. No. Mm-mm. But I guess but. if we talk about like messing around or something like that, or something okay. like sexual, uh yeah, I have. Okay. I've I've dealt with some I didn't date him, but he was I I was the only little boy. Not the only little boy because it was recent, but I was the only guy that I think he's ever like found attractive. But he he found my femininity attractive. Um, I had that experience before too. I'm so bad. it was kind of like it kind of was like a he was straight. Um but and in that situation it kind of was like I'm not a woman. So it was like you're not gonna get you know, no matter how feminine I am, like I don't I don't have woman body parts and I don't operate like a woman. But the, you get what I'm saying. <laughs> but the thing about that is, Juan, they don't even care about that though. Mm-hmm, they don't. Because that the body parts what they want. Gag, it is. And then you oh, being wow. feminine and you being feminine, it's just an icing on the cake to make it make them even more intrigued into you. Oh, wow. Now you may be a secret. Until, until exactly, you definitely gonna be a secret. Oh, until they get comfortable. Sometimes, <laughs> some people, some people, some people like boys like that. They begin to come, be comfortable, and then it, it becoming to come out because they feel like they are found their safe haven in you and mm-hmm. can come out. But the majority of them only have you on on their terms when they're ready, mm-hmm. and it's about a closed door thing. Mm-hmm. I agree. So, yeah. and don't get it twisted because. It's just because that you're feminine does not mean they don't like what you like either. Mm-hmm. If, mm-hmm. That's the truth. If, if we can be uh, a little Completely more candid honest. on the uh, talking shit uh, podcast, on go tonight. ahead. Okay, we can get, get wrong. Go ahead. Because it's called this top, is top tops. Okay, because all this gender um thing of uh getting stuff like oh who's the top or who's the bottom or who's this and who's that, honey. At this point. In 2020, there's a melting pot for sure. <laughs> I don't care what you tell wow. me, what you say, and, and for some, I do, I will give them the credibility that they are strictly what they are. But the majority of things, for real, for real, is definitely it's blending together for sure. So, Danny, let me ask you because. I know that you've actually had relationships with people who were quote unquote straight. Do you think that it put um, them being afraid to come out? Do you think that put a, a strain, more of a strain on the relationship? Um, of course. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, I'm 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 secure in who I am. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like mm-hmm. we can't go nowhere because you scared somebody gonna think you gay, or you scared somebody gonna see you, or you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just kind of like. So I can I can never take you serious at this point. You know, you, mm-hmm. you want to fall in love and still have this life on the side, but it's just kind of like, but we can't never be together because you you you're straight or you know what I'm saying. So I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like pointless. So my thing was, it was just the chase. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to say I did it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Even fucking with fucking with married women, it's like Jesus. Just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
That one. That part. It's, it's like, it's just the chase. I'm not ever going to ask you to leave your husband or whatever. I want to get what I want to get and then get, get the fuck on. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, that's what it was, pretty much. And my older age now, would I ever mess with a, a, a straight woman or a married woman? Hell no. Hell <laughs> no. I wouldn't put myself in that position ever again. No. So... Okay. So, so I want to talk. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Go, go ahead, Sandy, because I was going to another question. So go ahead. You can go ahead. No, I was just going to piggyback on saying about the Mary thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. I've dated somebody who was married before too, and I felt horrible about it, but I have had that experience before too. I've had dated a married person. Um, I have that. I have that. This. Oh, I'm telling all my business on this. So, say, James, before you get into that, was this person okay. married and their spouse did not know? Um, th- their spouse did not know at all that they had any that they were dabbling. I think they. I think they knew. I think, but the love for them that they had for the person overshadowed it. Mm. Okay. And I don't think they knew at the time what was going on. Okay, I know. I know, I, they, hear, I, I know they don't know. I know they did not know, but it was it was a challenge though. It was something deep because they had. I had really fell in love with the person, like I and I was young too at the time when it, I was real, real young when it happened. And um, like you gotta be careful. People will play with your heartstrings, baby, mm-hmm. and, and and tell you a story that you believe. And pray on you as if like you're the you're the best thing ever happened to them. And honey, <laughs> soon as they're done with you, honey, they will throw you to the side. And like you was never anything to them. And I and baby, I had my experience with that. Like I said, I'm about to go to jail. That's in every any kind of relationship. Because I'm about to kill you, sir. Because you but Ebony, Ebony, this I mean, this I have dated a married woman who I know. Um, her, I dated, uh, <laughs> I dated a married woman who, um, her husband knew about me. Like mm, he, he, did. he was allowed to date women. And oh, so, she was allowed. Like, yeah, like he he allowed her to date women. Like, oh wow! Like, he, he they would invite that. me over their house for dinner and shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't like, like that. Oh yeah, yeah that's scary. I, I didn't like it either. I wasn't going to be a part of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, but it was cool. Like I did playing like a Gus Macker with him and shit. Like the nigga knew exactly who I was. You know what I'm saying? Like. He knew that I was dating his wife and kind of like when I fucked her over, I don't know how you fuck a married woman over, but when I fucked her over, that nigga was mad. Like, <laughs> he was mad at me. Oh, you know wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's out there. All of that shit is out there. It is. So, I want to add, I'm, since we're, we're, we're kind of getting into that, I want to talk about people on the DL. Oh, so, God. I was telling, um, well, anybody that knows um, knows me where I live um, in Michigan. I live next door to a Caucasian family that I had known since I was like 14, 15 years old. Okay. And her son, who was much younger, um, he was like my brother and sister's age. He, I mean, it was it was never a secret <clears throat> that he was um, that he was gay, and the mother was completely accepting of it. From mm-hmm. I'm talking about when he was eight, nine years old. He's always been able to have friends over. His partners come over. I've, you know, went in the backyard and sat and drank wine and talked to them. And so my friends that are not Black, there's always been a different um, reaction from their families. And, you know, I've always assumed that that's the reason that there are so many um, 
African-American men that are on the DL because it's it's so shunned upon. Mm-hmm. It's taboo. Yeah. It's very taboo. It's, ta- it's taboo even now, even though uh, the world has changed so much, but it's still, it's more accepted than it ever was before ever, but it's still like a thing. It's still like, oh, you gay as hell. Like, why? You, it's still that type of thing. There's still men that are homophobic. Mm-hmm. It's still me, and those the men that's like that be like, oh, this gay shit, and you hear all that type of stuff. Them is the same niggas that's that's messing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trust me, I, I, I found I, that I out before myself. So yeah, I agree with that. And all this, oh, don't have this nigga around me. You got around, and I heard people say you got around my kids and blah, 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 this and all of that. And come to find out, honey, you've been you've been caught laying in the bed with another. I got a question for Nitra and Ebony. Have y'all ever messed with dudes that y'all thought may have been a little fruity? I have. Yeah, I just raised my hand. My right. Oh, baby, I what, have. Baby, <laughs> absolutely, I have. Okay, Nitra. Nitra. Neat. Neat. It says that she's connected. Yeah, it's actually connected, but I guess she ain't finna. So, Ebony, what made you think that he was he may have been on the playing both sides of the fence? Um, it was <laughs> is Nitra. She gone. Okay. It's awesome. Sending her back. Um, sending her back the link. Um, okay. well, Danita, you know who the person is, and initially it was just like comments that they would make. Um, mm. you know, like. I don't want to say the particular person um, that they would make comments about, but they would be like, oh, he's, you know, he always looked nice. He, you know, just like always giving these compliments. And I would kind of side eye, like, I don't know if you're really supposed to be saying that. Um, and then it got to the point where um, I tried him. I wanted to see if, I'm, I'm not going to put all my business of, of exactly what happened because some people know who he is that might be on this live. Um, but he let me know that that was what what he liked. And this was a relationship that went on um, for about three and a half years. So you was okay, you was okay with the nigga? Like no. This? No, I wasn't okay. Remember, I didn't find out until the end. So let me ask you this. Would you ever have a threesome with two men? No. That's too, no. Girl, no. <laughs> Hell no. That's too, that, first of all, <laughs> it seems like too much work. Not at all. No. Absolutely not. Mm, would you, so, not. would you date a bisexual man? I would not. Okay. I would not. And, you know, I always, I'm like, a. obviously, I'm on here talking in, you know, the, the subjects that we're talking about. I'm really open. And so, when I first meet somebody, I have like, you know, I'm an open book. You can ask me anything. And I ask, as you can see, you know, I get down deep in there trying to ask questions. And so I'm giving you the opportunity. I've, I've explained that, you know, I've been in the lifestyle. I've worked here. I've done this. I've seen this. Or, you know, I, I, I share those things in hopes that a person will open up and say they've done it X, Y, and Z. And I'll find out. And usually it's but my best you, So would you stop fucking with them? I remember that I did. Uh, remember, remember, I'm talking about in today's day and age. Yes, absolutely. I would, because that's not the type of lifestyle that I, you know, that's not what I don't want a bisexual man. Okay. I don't, and I don't care what nobody doing their bed because I don't want nobody to care what I do in mine, but I don't want, hold on. I mean, you want what you want. Shit. Somebody. Somebody. 
Okay, let me add Jamie back on. I'm back. I don't know what happened. I can hear y'all, but okay. So hopefully Jamie um is connecting back. Um, but no, that's not that's not what I that's not what I want. What about you, Danny? Do you want to pose the same question to Nitra? Yeah, Nitra. I asked Ebony, has she ever messed with a man that she thought may have had some gay tendencies or may have been, you know, played both sides of the field? You have know, you? I dated a guy that I thought had gay tendencies. I'm not for sure if he played both sides of the field. He just, um, like, you know, would talk feminine and, like, quote, like, uh, Medea and stuff like that. And I just thought that was feminine to me personally. But, um, he would hold his hands a certain way and sit a certain way. But, do I know that he's dibbled and dabbled? No, I'm not for sure. No. But I, would you date I a bisexual man? No, I wouldn't. <clears throat> no, I wouldn't. Okay, Jamie's back on. I think, too, um, men that are, he just got kicked right back off. Um, I know that when I've, you know, had relationships with uh, different men who are extremely homophobic, it sends off a red flag to me. Like, if, you know, if we go somewhere and they're just you know, constantly talking about it or they're, you know, they they make different comments about, you know, people in the lifestyle, that sends off a red flag. Because, I mean, if it's if it's not your shoe, you don't have to put it on. Uh-huh. So, you know what I'm saying? So, what's the, what's the reasoning of, you know, degrading a person so much where, you know, that's all you continue to talk about, all you continue to talk about, it makes me wonder, like, you know, is there a reason that you're trying to, you know, Hello? negate the fact that you may be Okay, I'm back. Okay, so Jamie, back on. I don't know what happened. Can you hear us, Jamie? Yeah, I can hear you guys. I can hear you guys. Yeah. Okay. So with what's uh, come out in the on social media recently with Dwayne Wade and his son, what would be your thoughts if you had, you know, if you had a child? And the only ones on the line that have children is Donnie and myself, but. If everybody can can answer that, that would be great. Danita, I mean, like, I mean, we had this we had this discussion before, and it's just kind of like there's a lot more things in the world that my son could be than gay. He could be a murderer. He could be a rapist. He could be a molester. I mean, so me me questioning what he likes and how he likes. Why would I have the nerve? You know what I'm saying, like. Who am I to say that you can't be who you need to be when I've always been who I wanted to be my entire life? You know, um, I can honestly say that because of because of um, him being a black man, and I know that her phone break have to deal with you know being being you know gay and living in this lifestyle. I would I would just hope that he is strong. Yeah, he phone breaking <clears throat> I would just as hope as he's as, st- as strong as Juwan and Jamie, you know, when it comes to it, if he decided to go that way, yeah. you know, because if he, if he didn't, he would get ate, eat a lot. He would get eaten alive, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, that's definitely something that I would never, that would be my biggest fear. Just him being in society, um, living that lifestyle. That would just be my Hello? biggest fear. Okay. We can hear you. Okay. Jamie. Okay. I can't, I couldn't hear that. I need to have phone breaking. Can y'all, can y'all hear me? Yeah. We can okay. hear you. Okay. Um, my answer to that is is the same. There's, you know, 
there's a lot thing a lot of different things that she could be. Um, I would absolutely care. And anybody that knows, I'll go to jail about mine. Um, and I'm sure Donnie, well, Donnie the will too. Uh, and so I've, I've made her tough already. She has a personality just like me and she's only 12 years old to, you know, to not be so soft. If that, if that makes sense to you all, um, you know, just to whatever people are saying to her that she can still be whoever she wants to be. Um, and it, like Donita said, there's a lot of things that, you know, a child could be, grow up to be that that's 10 times worse than somebody, you know, being gay. So mm-hmm. what about you, Nitra, if you had children? I mean, if I had children, don't get me wrong, I totally agree with y'all. But me personally, I would rather them not be gay, not because of being gay, you know, their, uh, their preference, but because of the backlash, the bullying, and I feel like, you know, it'll make things a little bit harder, because I know people who's gay, and they're suicidal, you know, and they're depressed, and they're just, you know, not happy or whatever. That's the only reason why, but I mean, if they would be, I would totally love them for who they am. I would, I would just rather rather them not, to be honest. That's, I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody grows up and say. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us will be like, "Oh, I want, I want my son to be gay." You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I wouldn't. Want, Hello. You know, I don't want that at all. It's just we can know, hear you, Jamie. I'm okay. Cause I'm just making sure because everybody's on real low. Okay. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, I just think it's the you know it's like the hardship they would you know have to face and, and you know that's it. Yeah. I mean that, and that goes with that goes with anything that our children deal with. We don't want our children to deal with any hardships. We always want our kids to have the best of everything, and you know, don't want them to have to bump their heads or none of that stuff. But come to into in 2020, I mean, you gotta have tough skin. Being a Absolutely. black black man, a black gay man, you know what I'm saying? We we gotta raise they, these kids have to had to be raised a lot different than we did. Yeah, you know, yes, so man. it's just kind of like. It's kind of like, I mean, dealing with dealing with them being gay is just another obstacle that they have to learn to get over. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Can you hear us, Jamie? I can I I hear you, but I couldn't hear down either. Okay. Um, so I wanted to ask, do you think um, being, you know, having an alternative lifestyle that it's easier for you to have friends that are... There we go. Um, Juwan is off. I have to get him back. Um, that it's easier for you to have friends who are also in the lifestyle. So, is it okay? What's the question? Hear the question. Okay, so, uh, do you think that it? Do you feel that your friendships are easier to make friends with people who are in the same lifestyle? You know, to have that circle of friends. No, it's. I think it's harder to have friends in the lifestyle. Okay. Because it's, because it's always it's well, with, I think with gay people in this in itself it's always just like this secret competition with most mm. okay and it's this underlying jealous thing and the reason why I'm saying that because I've experienced it before with more than one person I've never had a whole lot of gay friends never oh, okay wow. and I've always wanted to have that experience I have you, know, you always see a group of people all the guys get together group I never had that. Now I have my small, my core people, but 
it's real. It's like one or two of us. I like, you know what I'm saying? I don't how things were, but I never had um, a whole lot of gay friends. And I actually, I never really wanted a whole lot. I kind of did at one time, but then once I um, had my experiences in a lifestyle and growing up and all that, and, and being in, in the scene, I read, I seen so much. It made me not. It made me not want to have it. Okay, you talking about gay friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's the reverse for me. Like I I did not want gay friends at first, but as I got into the scene and I was able to see like the good from the bad, and I was able to see that like that not all folks that because from my from where I was like in high school and stuff like that, like the gay kids that I went to school with, it wasn't a lot, but they didn't really like me. So I always had that perception that like other gays were kind of like catty and like always mean and always wanted to be you know the one and only in the space. Um, and so I kind of came with that preconceived notion, but then like when I got into ballroom, I kind of I found like my gay family, um, and I was able to see like you know there are some people that really don't want the best for me and then don't care, but then there are on this on the flip end some people who genuinely care about me within the scene in the community. Okay, Danita, what about you? Um, I've always had both straight and gay. I mean. I've had the same friends for twenty years. I don't. I, I. I don't really have any. I don't have any new friends. I've had the same people in my life for the last twenty years, literally. Um, I'm not very friendly. No. So I'm not really open. No. <laughs> Y'all know I cannot hear Danny. She's saying I can. She hear said she, she is saying. not friendly, and she's had the same friends for twenty, for 20 years. years. Oh yeah, because she's not friendly. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. really make a difference to me. I mean, I just I just it just is what it is, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're gonna because uh, we're almost at our hour peak, so we're gonna talk about dating. Mm. Um, we talked about dating last week. Um, dating over forty. Um, dating. Juwan, is your mama single right now? <laughs> they know what 30 or just they know what? <laughs> she, she, she is. What's she saying? If it's mama she single. single. Girl, you go ahead and lay down. <laughs> and be a quarantine babe. Listen. She said, my mom cute too. Let me, let, let, we, need to, we need to talk I'm not going to hold you. Say it, Pooh. <laughs> we need to talk offline. When he said his mama was gay, my eyebrows lifted. That girl's probably serious. Too. You know what I'm no, she's dead serious. That's the, that's the problem. She's dead serious. That's the problem. Daddy, you said when he said his more. mother was gay, you you did what? My, girl, my eyebrows lifted. Up. <laughs> oh, gosh, <I> <laughs> um. So, what are your you know what are your thoughts on dating? Do you think that it's? I mean, it, <clears throat> what are your thoughts on dating? I know Danita has. Uh, an issue sometimes with there's, you know, not a lot of places for her to go um, in Detroit. So, well, Jamie, you being in Detroit also, what do you think about, you know, the scene in the pool of people to date from? Child, I hate it. It's late. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it's late boots. You hear me? He said late boots. Everybody a bum. Oh, wow. Ooh. It's like, for Gay? me, it's horrible. Okay. And then, yeah, for me, I'm like, I'm tight. I'm good. And then I think with me personally, I do think people are intimidated of who I am, too. 
You ha- you have a personality. Yeah, I do. And I think people I think people people misconstrued it or take it for what it's not. And I think that's another thing too. I think how I present myself also. I think it kind of be like I've heard people tell me like I didn't talk to you because I thought I ain't know I can meet your standard or be like because I see what you like and what you do and how and how you dress and what you wear and what you drive all that and be like I don't know and I and I'm the total opposite of that. Yeah, you're very humble, Jamie. I am. I really. People think that I'm not, but I really am. I don't do a lot of nothing. People think I'm so extra over the top all the time, twenty four seven. But I'm actually not like that. Jamie Jada said on Facebook that you do come off intimidating. <laughs> oh, oh, this yeah, but I'm sure. Well, she she been doing my whole life since I was been knowing me since, since I could even t- say a word. So she so she know me. You know, Nietzsche know me like that too. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They've been seeing me my whole life. Even when I was a kid, young, I always was just, I was just like, I felt like I was that bitch. Yeah, period. I think it's just the way you carry yourself, but you're supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, but it's not, and it's not that y'all become be offensive or nothing like that. I just, I just know, I just know who I am. And that's okay. And you ain't coming to me, and you're not coming to me, stepping to me in no, your kind of way. Period. Right. Absolutely. So, last question before we wrap it up, and then we'll give you all a chance to to shout out your uh, social media tags. Um, Myths. What are some of the myths um, that you want to clear up? Mm. Good one. That was a good question, yeah. I have one. I have one. I have one. Okay. That all, that all, all dominant women, well, they call us studs or whatever, think that they're men. I definitely don't think that I'm a man. I'm definitely a crybaby and very emotional. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely secure in being a woman. I am perfectly fine with being a woman. I want to be hugged. I want to be held. I want to be, I want to be touched just like any other. You woman. mean every way in a woman? Uh, every. Not, I'm not gonna say every way. No. Okay. Uh, we're not gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not, not yeah. with, I mean, with the with the body part, every. Yes, yes. I'm not a I'm not a touch me not. It's not like you can't touch my you can't touch my breast or you can't touch <laughs> me here or whatever. I'm definitely not that I'm definitely not that one. Now, I mean I do have my I do have my boundaries, but you know <laughs> I do have my boundaries, but you know, I just you know, I'm definitely a, a full blown woman. Okay. <laughs> And Jawan, what about you? What's what's the myth that you want to clear up? Is Jawan on? Yeah, he said connect. He says connected. Yeah, say connected. Okay, Jamie, why don't you go ahead and answer that while I try to see what's going on um, with Jawan? A myth? I really can't say that I really have one. Honestly, I can think on top of my head, like I want to clear up. Um, but I think I can say that. I think it's what you make it, the lifestyle. Okay. Yeah, I think I a lot think of and a lot of, people, a lot of a lot of a lot of people, people like, think well, that it's gonna be like this, you know, because everybody go everybody speak from their experience. I'm back here, y'all hear me? Yeah, we can, we can hear you. Okay, so I really don't have a myth, but I will say that I do think it's you know, you hear things over over the time and people say stuff based on their experience, but I do think it's what you make in your interpretation of how you want to be perceived and how you want to live your life. 
Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I think a and, lot and of people. And you think see things so early on that you can make a decision. You really can make a decision kind of quick. Because you see people spiraling down. You see people. You see people that are ex- uh, excelling and soaring. So it's kind of it's kind of really really no gray area really with it to me. Okay. Is either you gonna do you gonna you gonna be the best per gay boy you can possibly be, or you're gonna be the 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 lowest you possibly can be. You know uh-huh, what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's gonna it's it's, it's it ain't, it's it's no in between that. You're gonna be the cause my auntie told me if you go I said I she she knew that was good she was like, well you gonna be a good one. <laughs> if you don't be nothing else <laughs> if you go if you don't be nothing else you're gonna be a good okay. one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that and that's what I just stood by. She told me that and to to this day she was like if you're gonna be, she said, you're gonna be anything. She said, You my nephew, you're gonna be a good one. And that was just it. So I just took that and ran with it. And I think that I'm a good one. Period. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. Um, one of the myths that I've heard a lot um is about gay people and parenting. Ooh. And um Ooh. you know, the type of household that they, you know, must be running or that their children are gonna come out and Anybody that knows my daughter knows that she's a little special like her mama. And it is <laughs> literally written in court documents that if something was to happen to me tomorrow, that Donita is the first person that got to take my baby. And that's because I know that she would raise my child as I would. And so I just, you know, I just think that that's one of the things, um, you know, that you hear a lot about. Um, is gay people parenting. What do you um, mean? Like saying they're bad parents? You know, just the type of atmosphere that they're putting the child, you know, putting a child going to produce, um, yeah. You know, that if you're, you know, if you're gay, that your child is automatically going to be gay. Or that the child is seeing things that they, you know, shouldn't be around or shouldn't see. I do. Honestly, that. I think, I I think that's, I think that's what my mom actually, I think that's why she was trying to fight for me to not be gay. Cause I felt like she probably felt like people would think that because she was gay, that because I was raised in her house, that that's why I turned out gay. Yeah. So that's, that's my myth. What, uh, what about you, Joanne? I think my myth, um, I think my myth is like twofolded. It has to do with like feminine gay guys. One, feminine gay guys be dominant in the bed. I think that's a common misconception that a lot of people pull. and they can. Oh my! They can pull. Say that, pull. Say it, baby. Feminine <laughs> men can be dominant in the bed. Yeah. Dominant. Ooh, because I have an experience. Listen. Um, uh-huh. But also, uh-huh. in the same breath, pe- feminine people can also be alpha men, and like, yes. and that's that's what that's a that's because that's me. Like, I'm feminine, but I'm an alpha. I have an alpha type personality. Um, uh-huh. and being at Morehouse that was a and good being around niggas like I was still, got I will walk around in a crop top like they respect me like point blank period like my Morehouse brothers they respect me they don't all of my brothers are straight all of them like I have a host of like king brothers like even my blood brothers like they're all straight and so for me I kind of just think like when people meet me and they they see me in these different spaces, kind of like what the fuck? Like I just seen you in Miami with a crop top on, but now you're in this meeting, full fledged, and you commanding everybody else what to do. And so, like, I think that's a big myth of mine that I like. Oof. At least in my everyday life, I try to dispel. 
Midge, one best friends never know it. That's what I said. I think you're the older me. This is my Judy already. Period. I need a phone number. Send me the number. I need to talk to you, baby. I need his mama number. Danita. Where she at? Danita. What she said? I need his damn mama. Number. <laughs> okay. she needs his mama number. I got you. Uh, back up, sis. Let me have my moment, Paul. We gonna give okay, we so, gonna give you the number. So we're gonna wrap it up. Oh, it was um, so good. First of all, I want to say congratulations to Juwan. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and again for congrats, those who are congrats. who are just joining, Juwan is a graduating senior. From Morehouse College. Amen. What's up? Congratulations, baby. Um, Thank you. As well as Mr. HBCU. And what what is your major, Jamal? Uh, I'm a sociology major. Yeah. Yes. With honors. Emphasize on. Come on. With, with honors. Come on. Come on. And go ahead. What else? Go ahead. Um, it's a lot. Um. <laughs> what I run Morehouse. I've been at King for three years. I um. I have a nonprofit organization that I'm a part of that. Um. We raised over fifty thousand dollars to send LGBT students to HBCUs. Um. I I'm I'm just blessed. I'm just blessed to have been able to you know to be as influential as I have been in the last four years. And thank you for yeah. Miss Cunningham. Miss Cunningham, I would not, I call her Miss Cunningham. We, it's Ebony and Jawan now, but um, I just, I just want to say thank you for all that you've done and poured into me um, over these last four years. Like you were definitely paramount and influential to me and my matriculation through Morehouse and my matriculation until adulthood as well. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Go ahead, Miss Cunningham. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Nitra, you want to, or Javon, uh, since you already have the floor, you want to go ahead and give your social media tag. Okay, so um, I like to flip the script <clears throat> on people. So my Twitter is Princess Jawan. So Princess <laughs> J A U A N. Um, and that's where I talk my shit at. And then my Instagram is Prince Jawan. So that's P R I N C E. And my name is spelled Jawan J A U A N. Okay. And Mr. St. James, go ahead and lay it out. Oh, dang, for real, y'all? Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Well, I will say this. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Cunningham, for being on the show tonight. <laughs> I, um, no problem. Uh, I really appreciate it. I thank you uh, for Nitra for uh, putting the plug in. Uh, I had a great time talking to Juwan. I had a great time talking to Danita. Of course, Nitra is, of course, you know... You know, it goes without yeah. saying, you know, I love you so much. Right, right. However, um, but everybody, you can follow me on my social platform. It's uh, the St. James, which is T-H-E-E-S-T-J-M-E-S. Uh, look out for my YouTube channel. It's called St. James TV. Coming very soon. Also, you can follow me on my Facebook where all my work is and all that good stuff. It's St. James, S-T-J-M-E-S, like one word, and then the brand. It's like uh, my last name, so it's a space in between that. So that's it. <clears throat> and and what is it that you do? I St. James. I am a hairstylist. I have a salon in Southfield, Michigan. It's called Salon St. James. I am actually a wardrobe stylist, and I have a, a clothing line. Also, it's called the brand, and um, and I have a, a I have an inside boutique in my salon. It is called um the brand closet. Yeah, mm. <clears throat> I'm proud of you. Okay, I hit you. you. Okay, <laughs> and my cousin Denidra, go ahead. Uh, my social media handles are on Facebook and on Instagram, the stylist Denidra with uh, two E's. That's it. 
Okay. On me. And Danita? Listen, y'all already <laughs> to me, I'm not about to do all of that. I just need the one to my phone number. If someone knows a nice young lady somewhere, please give her the number, please. Listen, 202. Somewhere out there. 202, yeah. DC. <laughs> are you giving her the number for real? Dude? No, I, I can't give it a number over the, the thing. Oh, I thought he was giving it for uh-huh. real. So if anyone knows a nice young lady, <laughs> Um, we said this last week. I guess this is going to be every week. We're going to, uh, you know, this is a fine Donita someone campaign. Um, <laughs> but I want to screen love her. I want to screen her first. Period. Um, so if she's over 35, preferably no kids. None. If she does have under the age of 15. Under the age of 15. <laughs> I know. Let me see. I got this. Um, employed. <clears throat> uh, in this, you know, we hate to have to say this in 2020, but on place and on transportation. Mm, yes, because I have both and I'm 21, so. Okay. So, well, and <coughs> that is it. So, thank you all for joining us. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. See you all next week. All righty. Bye, y'all. Bye. And y'all stay safe right, with the corona. Please, please wash your hands. <laughs> please, please. Yes. All right. Have a good night, everybody. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye.